Welcome to The First Three Years, a podcast designed to help provisional teachers in the Jordan School District. We're your hosts, Trisha Tingey, Amy Wood, and Debbie Fisher. We are so glad you have joined us. Each month during this school year, we will focus on how to thrive as an educator, even in challenging times. Today we thought we would share several ideas and an activity of how to deal with the emotional anxiety you may be having. So one thing that we might be, um, should be aware of is the fact that there are phases in your, in teaching. And that first phase is your anticipate, your anticipation phase where you are excited about the school year and everything that you do is, is with anticipation as to what the, uh, the school year is going to be like. And then a month later you kind of enter a survival phase where um, you're just kind of hanging on and hopefully that your mentor will, will be able to be there to help you out. But we're now approaching what's called the disillusionment phase. And during that phase is where you start to uh, wonder if this is the profession that you really want to be in, if this is too hard for you, if you can really do it. And, and the questions pop up in your mind about, um, can I do it? Do I have the ability to be a good teacher? And the great part about this phase is that you have plenty of support and um, even J-Pass. Yeah. Go ahead. Did you did you hear that they made J-Pass easier this year? I'm so excited that the uh, Dr. Godfrey and the board actually thought to be so kind to everyone, yeah. especially to our provisional teachers. Yeah. So all that we have to do this year is that interim right now, which is pretty easy. We just go through and self-reflect and set three goals. Make sure you set three or you'll get asked to do it again. But, and then those provisional teachers, they'll just have to do an observation or video, and there will be more directions, I'm sure, coming on what that's like later on. Like January, mm-hmm. February time. But it's so nice of them to recognize that we are stressed this year and that we do need to have some things in place to help us deal with that stress. We'd like to welcome Crystal De Jesus with us. She is an educator in Jordan School District. Crystal, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi, so I am the theater teacher at Ochre Hills Middle School. I teach uh, beginning theater, intermediate theater, musical theater, and stage crew. And um, earlier on in my life, I um, was a frazzled mom of three small kids trying to get my degree and just happened to sign up for a yoga class at Salt Lake Community College. And I would go in completely frazzled and thinking the world was going to end. And then I would come out and be a new person. In fact, my husband could even tell if I'd had a yoga class. He said, you went to yoga today, didn't you? So um, I practiced for about 20 years. I mean, truly just on and off when I could practice yoga. And then I decided to get my yoga teacher certification through Salt Lake Community College. So it was really interesting um, coming back as a student teacher in the same classrooms where I took yoga so many years ago. And that's wonderful. Yeah. All right. Well, we've asked Crystal to take us through some breathing and relaxation techniques for the next few minutes to help you learn how to just relax and get into that zone of peace. So Crystal, the time is yours. Um, Thank you so much. So I did want to just clarify um, 
we have our parasympathetic nervous system and our sympathetic nervous system. And our sympathetic nervous system is fight or flight. And that is our overdrive nervous system. That is the nervous system that gets us to work every day. And it is one of those things where it can um, be overstimulated, that need to cover everything, do everything, make sure you are dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's and making sure those students are engaged and everything is going right. And because that's the overdrive nervous system, right, it can carry with it a lot of intensity and stress and baggage. And we know the long-term effects of stress, um, physical, mental, obviously shortened lifespans. Um, that is something that we need to take very seriously in our health. And so when we say that we are doing yoga or breathing, what we are saying is that we are shifting to the parasympathetic nervous system. This is our rest and restore. Our bodies need to do this. And this is something, of course, especially in the time of COVID, that is crucial, right, for um, just resetting, reevaluating, remembering that, you know, with everything else that is going on, our purpose, our lives are important, valuable, needed. So what I do just to reset during the day, you can do this anywhere, is if you're sitting at your office chair, um, you just need to put your feet on the floor. We'll go ahead and look at our posture. We're not gonna sink into our chair or our posture isn't going to be disturbed. That um, alignment should be there. In yoga, alignment is really important. Um, so you are thinking about your head being supported by your neck and your shoulder blades you know, are going to be uh, strong, but away from your ears. They're gonna be, again, in a nice seated tall position. You have your spine that's gonna be supported, again, by your tailbone and your hips as you rest in your chair. And you're gonna make sure that those knees and those legs are strong, the knees can be bent. Um, but as we go through this activity, I really want you to think about the fact that posture is health and that gravity is working on you all of the time. So if you need to just pinch those shoulder blades back a little bit and make sure you're feeling comfortable in your chair, please do that. So I really do start with wiggling your toes in your shoes and feeling the ground underneath you. If you are not necessarily where other people can see you, even taking off your shoes is a self-care thing. So just to imagine getting comfortable and feeling the ground underneath you insecure. And then we're just drawing awareness to the breath. So I put my hand over my heart and I put one hand on my belly. So again, I'm just noticing the breath as it comes in and out of the body. So as you sit, you can soften your eyes, close your eyelids and just breathe. Again, we're just noticing what's coming into the body. We're not necessarily judging anything or taking note of anything. Just watching or feeling the chest rise and fall. 
After a few breaths, you're gonna work from the crown of your head. And again, you're just drawing awareness to the crown of your head and you're releasing any stress. Sometimes as you go through this, you might tense just slightly before you release the stress. So your eyebrows might furrow really nice and tight and then you relax. You might squint your eyes really tight and then soften to relax. You're gonna think about your cheekbones relaxing and your ears, the, the fronts of your ears and the backs of your ears and your lower skull and your neck. Your jaw is going to soften and again, you can clench your teeth and release your teeth. Thinking about that collarbone, again, how it carries those shoulders, relaxing. Your shoulders are relaxed. Your arms are relaxed. Your belly is soft. You're thinking about just the air coming in and out of the body. Thinking about how those hands are resting. The hips. You can feel gravity and the chair that you're sitting in cradling those hips. The tops of the thighs and the backs of the thighs. Your knees and the backs of your knees. Your shins and the backs of your legs. Your ankles. Softening the arch of the foot and the heel and really allowing the toes to relax and get heavy into the floor. And then of course, it's always great to be grateful. So in this state of relaxation, you honor something about yourself. It is a miracle that you are alive and it is a miracle that we exist on this planet. But also honor something about yourself for the day. Get specific about something that you did for yourself that day or a way that you honored yourself that day. You can also think to yourself, what is one thing that I am grateful for that I do, that I take for granted that I'm able to do? Maybe it's being a true listener to other people. Maybe it is um, being prepared that day. But you do have a little meditation that happens and then you bring your awareness back to your feet and wiggle those toes again. You'll go ahead and wake up the feet. You can rock the side to side your feet. You can tiptoe, push up on those toes, wake up the body. 
Shuffle from side to side in your chair. Again, you can wiggle your fingers and roll your shoulders back and roll them forward. Ear to the, uh, ear to the shoulder, taking the ear to the other shoulder, pushing the shoulders forward, pulling them back, dropping the chin to the chest, pushing the chin back, And again, a nice circle with the head, drawing a circle on the ceiling with your head. So just five minutes a day, if you have the time, will yield lots of benefits in your life. And it's done, like I said, wonders for my life. And so I'm happy to share. I feel wonderful. This is great. Thank you so much for your time and your expertise. And I think I'm going to use this every day. Thank you. Okay, thank you guys. That was so relaxing to sit and focus on our breath, Debbie. I think we should all do that more often. Um, as she was going through that with us, it reminded me of other things we probably should be doing to help us right now during this crazy time. Um, I was talking to a teacher today, actually, and she mentioned that you know, there's always something happy to look for in each day. And it reminded me of a time when I was going through a tough time in my undergrad years, back when I was a student at school. And I think like my grandma was dying and the guy that I liked was being stupid and all that kind of stuff was going on. And, and I was going through a little bit of depression but I, I felt that I was physically going through something emotionally draining. And I had a friend at the time that recommended to me that I should keep a happiness journal. And so I found a journal and every day my goal was to write down something positive that happened that day. Some days it was just that I got out of bed, which is not probably something you want to go back and read in a journal, but that sometimes was the happy thing that happened during the day was that I got up and went to school. Um, and I think the same kind of a journal could apply to today. With what's happening to us in the world, I think it's easy to lose focus of the good things that are happening because we get so caught up in the quarantining or the sick kids or things like that. But I think we still need to look for those positives. I think it could be really beneficial for teachers, even us, to write down the happy things that we see each day or something positive that's happening. Um, and it could even be like, as you go through, that you're collecting the notes from people that, that send you notes to say thank you or tell you that you're doing great things. It could be feedback from your administrators that tells you you're doing good stuff. Um, I don't know, things from coworkers. There's lots of positives that are out there that we could collect or use to help us through this hard time. But I think we have to find that joy in the journey. Thanks for joining us today. Remember, breathe and reset your thinking and find the joy each day. Even if you're disillusioned now, there will be light at the end of the tunnel. For more information and help, visit our website at mentor.jordandistrict.org. 
Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. And as always, if you need help, let your mentor specialist know right away.